You are listening to The Exchange with Joy and Katie, a podcast that inspires people to pursue their passion with purpose and to make an impact. Advancing the kingdom everywhere. We love to chat with inspiring people to exchange ideas on how we can live radical, Jesus-centered lives on Monday through till Saturday, as well as Sundays. Yeah, we loved our last series where we talked to people about what they felt uh, they needed to do to reset, what kind of skills and character qualities they needed to go back into uh, everything as we began to unlock. But one of the things that we really picked up, it was a bit of a sense that people didn't really feel like they were ready to go again, that uh, it still felt like uh, they were tired, that lockdown had been difficult, that it had been challenging in so many ways, homeschooling, uh, uh, all of the kind of challenges of working in different ways. And so we wanted to just linger here for a little bit and talk about what do we need to do to recharge so that we can go again, advancing the kingdom in every area of life, wherever God's placed us. And so we're really excited about this series. Yeah, and we decided to kick off for our very first one with our brilliant founding leaders of Ground Level with Stuart and Irene Bell. And we really just came around to their house. Um, they invited us into their kitchen and they did some cooking. We had a, a, a glass of wine and we just had a great evening just finding out about how they recharge and how they rest and what they rest for you know what is their um their kind of everyday mission throughout life and we kind of went back a few years we lingered a bit in the present and just really learning from the things that they've learned over this period um and i literally think it's my favorite one that we've done yeah it was just such a fun evening and we got to eat at the end it was amazing good food really good food yeah so we're looking forward to you uh listening to this uh we think you'll get loads from it so enjoy this episode of the exchange podcast Great. Well, uh, what have you got planned for us in the kitchen tonight? Well, I just asked Jamie Oliver here <laughs> what, what we're doing Hi, today. Jamie. Yeah, I think it's been with expectation, hasn't it, during the day? Excitement, you mean? Well, expectation and expectation. <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, what I wanted to uh, make today for everyone is smoky beef, oh. potato and pan fried with eggs and yogurt. What's the Persian oh, yogurt. name? What's the Persian name though, Stuart? Uh, smoky on. beef potato. Okay, <laughs> right. I thought, I thought, you, I thought you were avoiding a tricky no, name. No, that's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. So some Persian food. Some Persian nice. food. Nice. Did you know that Katie's a vegan? Great. <laughs> well, she no, really I'm not, I'm not this. don't worry. Sure, <laughs> we're excited. So you've, uh, you've got really into cooking. Yes, and I guess you want to know what ingredients yes, we, we do. today. Yeah, so well. actually, we're going to have some uh, potatoes that are done in very small cubes. Mm-hmm. They're being dried as I speak. All prepped. Yeah, yeah prepped and, and ready. And then, of course, only the best quality of olive oil uh, will be uh, getting the potatoes nice and bronzed. Nice. And then uh, they will be doused with cumin or cumin. And Lovely. then, what I already prepared, I have a number of spices that will interest you. Oh, yeah. Great. Talk us so through the spices. So, what we're going to do, we're going to have 600 grams of potatoes cubed. Yep. Then, we're going to have um, onion, um, cumin, 
500 grams of minced beef. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Top quality. Uh, top, yeah, quality. top quality. And then uh, a variety of uh, spices. So, Irene, what do we have in spices here? You've not got your glasses on. No, <laughs> I, I haven't, so I don't know because I can't read it and I so, can't remember. So we've got a teaspoon of garlic granules. Say garlic granules. Garlic granules. We've got a, te- a teaspoon of paprika pepper. Paprika pepper. Paprika. Not even Paprika, paprika pepper. Paprika pepper. pepper. And we've got one teaspoon of ground turmeric. Or turmeric, depending Absolutely. Who, and who you are. One teaspoon of sumac. Mm. Tell us about sumac. I don't know much about it, other than <laughs> Somebody it's, bought you it's it, that. And oh, it looks posh. Is that from Waitrose? by the Blundells. Yeah, it's was it? Yeah. Oh, it just yeah, looked like a posh nice. one. What is it, Angela? I don't know, actually. It's a rocky spice. Interesting. It's very nice. And then there will be two or three handfuls of, of frozen peas. Nice. Just okay. to give it a balance. I've just got them out. Uh, ready and uh, basically then there'll be eggs uh, yep. that will be fried tell us a little bit about the process of the, <laughs> the process. egg fried <laughs> from what I've watched from this recipe before um, cooked by the master you make a hole into uh, the yeah. meat and you drop the egg in it uh, and nice. the egg cooks yeah. from the heat of the meat right and it I, I do actually feel like I'm on a Jamie Oliver show right yeah, now. Can't wait this to is, see this. This, this is, is very really exciting. And I just wanted to show you this amazing pan. Right, I show us your pan. I can't advertise because we're, we're on TV. No, don't advertise. But, yeah. uh, show us it anyway. This is the pan. It's a light, very efficient Ooh. pan with lid. <laughs> yes. But you have to make sure that you don't touch the edges because it gets incredibly hot. Hot. It's fantastic for steaks. And is very, very good for smoky beef, potato <laughs> and pen, pea, pea pan fry with egg. Pea pan? Uh, uh, pea pan, yeah. Or peas. peas. In the pan. Peas in the pan. In the pan. That's okay. the pan, they're the peas. I thought we'd have even with the spice. Uh, can I, no. sorry, can I ask a question? If yes. we have any listeners who are planning on recreating this dish, do they specifically need this pan or are there other pans available? What I would say is if you want to do the best job, you might yep. want to invest You need the in crinkly pan. However, <laughs> however yeah. your average pan would be okay. Okay. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take this virgin, extra virgin. virgin. Uh, that was bought by the Blundells as well. Oh, oh, no, I don't think you're very generous. Yeah, it was quite a while ago. Irene's very oh, good right, on memory. Oh, a liberal, a liberal, liberal dollop in there. What I'm going to do while you have a little chat, I'll yep. get the potatoes which are, are being dried out. It's very important. You need to get that hot, don't you? Cube potatoes. Let me just show you. Cube potatoes, very, very small. Oh, cubes. they are small. Right, very yep. small, but yep. they need to be dry. Right. So, so uh, in so order that they didn't go brown, I'm drying them out now. When I did this first, I didn't dry them enough and it's spitting everywhere. Oh, right. Now, we so don't want don't that today, yeah. particularly because Danger. our viewers are watching. Do we? Yes, no, no we so don't. These get really hot, don't you, Stuart? Very hot, and I'm going to dry these off. Mm. So have a little chat while I start the process. Right. Bring it on. So why are we actually here today, Joy? Are we uh, learning how to cook food and chatting? <laughs> yeah, well, we've um, been chatting to people during lockdown, and uh, some of the things that we were talking about were... Um, as people, Christians, followers of Jesus, going into every sphere of society, uh, what would it look like if we could imagine um, to bring reformation to society as we kind of have been in this period of reset? Yeah. And um, we were asking some of those big questions, and what we felt was 
uh, people were overwhelmingly a little bit tired. Yeah. And we're a bit like, I don't know if I can really think about that at the moment because we've been in lockdown and mm-hmm. I've been homeschooling and I've been trying to work at the same time and I just feel like everything's changed and I feel a bit exhausted. So we thought we might linger in this moment yeah. and just talk a little bit about what's it look like to recharge. Recharge. Yeah. Recharge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. So many people, you know, you talk about, okay, what's next? We've been kind of in this year of... Well, it's been a mixed year for everybody, hasn't it? But what's next? And so many people have been like, I'm not ready for what's next yet. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, just spending some time working out how do we hold on to rest and how do we make sure that we continue to give ourselves time to recharge so that we are ready and okay to go forwards. But that is a, a continual thing, not yeah. just a thing that we learn in lockdown that we then come out of and lose. Yeah. But how do we hold on to that and what have we learned from it? And some of the conversations we had in the podcast over the last uh, few months, some of the things that people have really valued about lockdown was like a sense of being able to rest and get a new rhythm and not being like working out what priorities are and like what it means to uh, really do the things that they feel like God's calling them to do. And so I suppose Mm. we wanted to talk, uh, particularly to Stuart and Irene tonight, about... um, uh, how they recharge but also what they believe God's saying for the next season what they're recharging for uh what we're going into yeah and um and what's important about like holding on to what we learn in lockdown because you guys kind of became celebrity chef chefs during lockdown <laughs> yeah. didn't you which we <laughs> I, thought that was great I became a celebrity assistant yes yeah. a celebrity sous chef and this yeah. is our celebrity executive chef yeah. now I'm really interested in the conversation but I need a wooden spoon so ah right <laughs> oh, he's just come Thank for a wooden you. spoon he's <laughs> not here assistant. to talk yeah. but tell, yeah tell us a bit about kind of what took you to the plate like you started doing some stuff on social media which everybody loved you were cooking and it was like it had this real sense of fun and energy that you've never really maybe had the time to do before well I suppose we probably thought that maybe people weren't really interested in seeing (laughs) that but in lockdown people were watching social media for everything so therefore we thought ah you know maybe we can entertain let the church know that we're still alive <laughs> yeah let ground level know that we're still here uh by doing something that's just a little bit fun and might make people smile yeah yeah so you cooked some nice stuff didn't you uh, quite inspiring. We did, yeah. It was, it was nice. What did we cook? Stuart tends to go Italian, so mm. it involves a lot of pasta, mm. usually. Mm. Um, I, I made a nice jambalaya. Oh, you made a nice jambalaya. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that I one. I think I've yeah. seen some pictures of steak as well. There were some good steaks. Steak is good. Yeah. yeah. He likes in, in the pan, I've just... In your posh pan. Steak, yeah. With a, he likes that with asparagus and mushrooms. Yeah, nice. Steak, yeah. And I love the energy. Like, even tonight, before we started, Stuart has got so much energy. He's, he's quite excited, Yeah, he's excited about it and that is what like comes from finding something that makes you recharge and it's like finding a hobby or an activity that is fun but genuinely you get something from it yeah little things uh, (laughs) I I enjoy you know and um, yeah actually in the recharging stuff I Mm. took up running which I used to do years ago but I'm not brilliant at praying in you know on my own in a room so I, I like to keep moving. So I set about running and praying. And I have a list of about, well, a couple of hundred names of people that I go through wow. praying. And uh, I normally do it in 5K on the morning. 
For the first year, I did it every morning. Wow. But it's got a bit lax lately, hence the uh, weight on the stomach a bit. Yeah, but you still do the praying. You just don't necessarily do the running every day, but probably no. about three or four times a week. I, I do the more silent version. <laughs> so when you're running and praying for people, what, what do you do? How does that work? Do you just do you list the names? What are you, pray, what I, are you praying? I, I'm talking about, you know, when they talked about shielding, Yeah. I thought we need to be doing that spiritually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I talked about, so in the prayer I talk about... Um, shielding people and so pray for their protection and and i actually go through all the locations and i declare no deaths um from covid in lincoln north and name name leaders and that's amazing south and so and central. and central we didn't leave, leave all, um, all the locations <laughs> no you do all and names all locations equally because yeah. we believe in equality don't we <laughs> But I think something you just said then, Stuart, is actually really key to what we're talking about because you said, you know, the first year it was kind of, you were able to be really disciplined, yeah. we were in lockdown, we had the time, and then people are saying, oh, I've got this worry that we come out of this time for those that have had a chance to rest for a little bit and I'm going to lose all these disciplines. And that's maybe touching a little bit on something that you haven't been able to hold on to as much because suddenly well, life is starting to... Yeah. In fact, I mean, the, I mean, it was a stressful period for everyone, wasn't it? Yeah. Because the only people we saw was each other. Yeah. Hence cookery, you know. I mean, <laughs> stressful talking, period. <laughs> hanging out with Irene. <laughs> talking to one another and cooking was about all we could do, apart from TV and Netflix and um, deep, deep Bible study. And, and very yeah, deep, yes. A lot of but um, so there are tensions, aren't they, in any family? during that time and mm -hmm. but but I think this must be the longest period of time that we've just been in one yeah. another's lives yeah. which so when people talk about hardships it's a little bit difficult for us because I I actually I'm not saying enjoyed the rest but in in a sense we were busy but it was more measured yeah you know with zoom calls and all, it's quite organized and more time yeah. for prayer and Thankfully, last year was really nice weather, so I sat outside and, um, you know, did a, a lot of reading. I've done a lot of reading yeah. through the 15 months, which, again, is quite refreshing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Potatoes I, I got, I got are right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, back to the potato. <laughs> you don't want the vampire, do we? <laughs> Already burning. You don't want it to go belly up here. <laughs> yeah. It's smelling good, actually. It good, that noise, Yeah, it, it does yeah. sound good. It's nice, yeah. But I think that's the key thing, what Stuart's saying, like, the fact that suddenly so many families had this opportunity to spend time with one another mm. and reconnect and yeah. like have you found that kind of since we've come out of lockdown that things have gone back to how they were quite easily or do you feel like you've managed to hold on to some of that balance and some of the things that you learn I think some things are going back but I think we were determined that things wouldn't go back to the way they were mm. and that we would you know so for instance in the church we vision call we agreed that nothing that we had to let go of if we want to bring it back will start till September mm -hmm. so you know obviously people are wanting to get in and do lots of things but we're saying is that what we really want to focus on mm. so let's give it till September to see how things work out and and we had to do that really because then the unlocking changed didn't it yeah. we were locked still and so um so that's the way I think is the best thing not to suddenly charge back because sometimes there yeah. are things that you do want to stop that are very difficult to, but an enforced lockdown meant yeah. that they had to stop. Yeah, I think it's setting priorities, isn't it? Yeah. Saying, 
as we go back, what, what are the main things? We don't want to go back just to busyness. Mm -hmm. And my problem is I've been brought up in a culture of very busy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was brought up in a Methodist situation mm -hmm. where uh, on a Sunday I would go to five meetings at one point in my life. With mm -hmm. um, At the end of a Sunday you went for the, with the youth to somebody's house, which mm -hmm. was the exciting thing. But even then, you know, you had to do spiritual stuff. So uh, it was quite boring in many ways. Yeah, um, and very intense. And then the, yeah. uh, you know, the more measured simplicity of life, I think, mm. is quite attractive at the yeah. moment for many of us, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And when we're thinking about recharging, how do you both recharge? Like, what's the... So, Stuart, you talked about running and mm. cooking. What are the things that make you, like, fill your tank? Mm. Um, I think, for me, it was when you could unlock and see family. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to cry. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that was really hard. Yeah. Um, and I think because we're all in the same church, just so used to seeing them. So, so, so thankful for Zooms and FaceTimes because you could still see them. But, mm. um, you know, they so, you suddenly find like you go and see Becky and Glenn for a doorstep visit and you're looking at Matthew and Trenton and you're like looking up there instead of like looking down there. But in a year, they've yeah. shot up. Yeah. And then obviously, little Sophia being born in lockdown, you could not do all the things that you would have done to help with three other children and the baby yeah. um, and she was very very fearful and wary of people and we were strangers to her wow. um, now she smiles at us and now she laughs she she. Yeah, she's not yeah. quite ready to do the whole thing with you for a long time and um but she but she's changing so so being able to see kids so in yeah. lockdown one of my things to be able to feel like i was still you know this this mother hen doing all the stuff um i i discovered that can't say it kind of deliver that delivery place that um, you know you go online and they deliver the next day for you um and it was brilliant because i just i would send the grandkids like um things to draw and color and things yeah. to do or location yeah. leaders chocolates and their kids chocolates yeah. so that they didn't forget us and they knew that we were really nice people that they didn't want to forget because we yeah. sent them chocolate. Uh, and then on sundays i would cook roast dinners uh, put them all in containers and oh. we'd drive up and like drop them on the doorstep for, and, for and the I kids. And I would say to Aaron, is there something slightly <laughs> wrong something. here? Shouldn't it be the other <laughs> yeah, way around? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if they're listening, maybe they'll know. <laughs> yeah, they, need to just <laughs> they can bring uh, them to our doorstep and run, yeah. So does um, that feel like replenishment for you when you're like serving your family and loving them? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah I do. I think uh, I've always done that because they've always been local. Yeah. So, so to sort of have to stop doing that yeah. um yeah you know for, for sorry irene if i was interrupting i'll you. tell you if you are because you do sometimes <laughs> so the, i'll let you know uh, for me the reading because uh, yeah. i've not had time to read yeah. in depth so mm. i've read a lot of books and uh so i find that uh, a replenishing thing yeah. but also keeping contact with um, with friends mm. so zoom calls with people that and the one thing I think we did get right with our leader, leaders was a regular touch point of input into yeah. location yeah. pastors. And yeah. we kept that up and tried to keep that up. And actually, we perhaps got to know one another more yeah. Yeah. during that time. Weekly Zooms. Than, yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. you may smell that those potatoes, potatoes. are nearly getting ready. And so what step? are we going to add to the potatoes now, Irene, uh, to make them just nice? Bit of this, bit of that. No? Onion's coming. Onion's coming. Bit of spice, bit of meat. Yeah, but we're going to put the Where's cumin. Oh, I was going to guess cumin. cumin. You were going to yeah. guess cumin. Cumin first, then we'll go with the onions. We'll right. put the mince in, 
and then we will spice it up. Is right. that Lovely. Yeah. Are you excited that you're going to be? I'm very excited. Yeah. yeah, we get to actually it's taste not it. Many people are able to eat a smoky beef potato and pea pan fry with eggs and yogurt. No, yogurt. made by the infamous, infamous <laughs> Jamie Oliver <laughs> and. His assistant. His assistant. <laughs> chef, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll just check Well, it's Great. interesting because there's a, a friend in the church who likes to cook us some food from time to time, you know, for our birthday or for being away. And it's usually very, very spicy, so she dulls it down a little bit for me. And we thought, I know, this is really spicy, it's too spicy for me, we'll give her a gift of this and her husband. And I don't think it's, like, touched them. Just size, <laughs> yeah. Can I show yeah. you what I've prepared? Yeah, come uh, on, so, uh, here's the cumin, which I'm going to put there. Just give how a much nice, uh, just a teaspoonful, like but it will... A teaspoonish. Yeah, it Lovely. will be uh, over the potatoes. Then I'm going to put this um, onion in, which mm. is a very good one, because it made my eyes run. Okay. And there are different kinds of onions. I thought you and said it was very juicy. It was. They're yeah. the good, they're <laughs> the best ones. That's so, a good onion so, standard, yeah. if it's juicy. Apparently, I didn't know that was good onion standard. But And yeah, did you have thing. an assistant to help me with this, or did you have to do it yourself? Well, actually, my assistant was out with family matters. Because uh, he was recharging with the family. A bit further down the list sometimes. <laughs> well, he's he very happy to chop himself. Oh, he doesn't really strong. like me in there. <laughs> so, but, and then the thing is, then if I cook something, I can feel he stands over there and he's like looking, or he comes and he'll go, Oh, have you put this in yet? Have you put that in yet? You know, so he's got a little bit bowl shaped. <laughs> uh, I, I cooked, we have three children, and I cooked till they were all grown up, married, or left home and gone. And then Stuart takes this on. And it's like he's trying to correct my cooking now. <laughs> and you, you're like the veteran who's been doing it. I was the veteran. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's the veteran. Uh, I'm now going to put the uh, potatoes in a dish and start the next phase. Okay, phase two. This will be added back into the mix later. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Right. Bit, are we okay. going to have like a blue Peter moment of here's one I made earlier? Oh, this or? is it. Afraid not. Ah, right. Not, yeah, we're this, not this quite. This is just fresh. Yeah. It's good that though. What have to remember is not to touch the edges. Because it's okay. too hot. Yeah, yeah. Too don't burn hot. yourself. Oh, those so times. I'm I'm thinking thinking that. That. Yeah, I know. But Shall I find you something, Stuart? Yeah. Let me find you something so you go further. Thank you for my your assistance. From America. Oh, lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Everything in this house from America. Even electrical stuff. Because you could, when Macklin, oh. Anyway, they've gone, so it doesn't matter, does it? So, used to buy like transformer things that you see so plugged in the wall down there for a lamp, plugged in the hall for a lamp. So you, you can bring back American things, yeah. I love the American Christmas vibe of your of this room. It's beautiful. Still it's like Christmas bits around, can't you? Yeah, it's would great. We, would that going to America? Would that feel like a recharging, yeah, replenishment? Yeah. Did you ever wish that you could live there? Um, yeah, I think when we first went there, I don't think I would have moved. But he turned, he turned down a job, I Yeah, he did turn down a job. Oh, no. um, but that was probably in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. He was taking, went to this church, he was taking for an interview for a job. Yeah. Um, did he know he was going for an interview or did they just sort of spring Yeah, it? no, they just said, well, you know, this is, this is going, so would you like to just sit yeah. down and have this interview? I said, well, what's the harm? So he did it, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't like our most favourite place to live. And they offered me it. Quite a nice wow. salary. It's a big church. You're not so, going to say where it was? It was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> when we've turned the recording I would, on. I was going to say, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Where was it? It was well, in Maryland. Oh, it's Joe Brown. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, so I thought it would really have been nice, but um, there's something, sometimes like people that are just home birds and they just think, yeah. well, yeah, that would be nice. And actually, when you go there, although Stuart was speaking, you were having holiday as well, and a place is very different holidaying to actually then going and living, yeah. changing the culture. Because although it's fun while you're there for a couple of weeks, it, it is very different. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm finding your conversation very entertaining, but could I uh, just tell you that I'm now going to put the onion in and the right. beef. Wonderful. Minced beef. Okay. A good quality minced beef, by just the way. Just browning it off, or...? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, and then I'll put the potatoes in after that. So, um, onion. Where did, oh, there's the onion. Did you get great? It's great. It smells really good so far. Parsley, oh, yeah. Parsley. Oh, yeah. Flat, I haven't heard you mention... parsley. Oh, okay. oh flat leaf parsley. I haven't heard you mention that, yeah. Um, so the other, only other time I've seen Stuart as excited as when he's cooking is when he's about to get on an aeroplane. And church. And, obviously and, church. and on a Sunday morning, yeah. without fail. Yeah, he has, uh, Stuart has what we, the kids call airplane mode. So I am here at the airport door and Stuart is over there almost at check-in. He gets this race yeah. on, he <laughs> runs. You've been <laughs> swimming to yeah. Cambodia. Uh, Cambodia. Yeah, he runs. It's like... <laughs> well, is know, it excitement that causes the running? Uh, well, I don't know. There might be a bit of that, but it's more like I will be early. No, can I just defend myself? Because <laughs> my dad always said, if you're ten, ten minutes, minutes early, early, you're late. late. Yeah. We've all heard so that. So I will always be on time because... It's just a part no, of No, you're life. not on time. We, we can sit for nearly three I hours mean, in the airport. Lounge. I want you to be very honest at this moment. Do you delay no. in order to make me frustrated <laughs> when we're going to the gate? No, I just walk at what is a feel is a normal person mode for somebody whose plane is not leaving for three or four hours. Whereas, do you feel like she slows it down oh, a bit? Definitely. She thinks I do it on purpose. Definitely. Mm. I. I the Lord's listening to you. <laughs> he does this when you're walking around London anywhere. He went with Dave to London when Dave did this recording last week and Dave's phrase was, wow, he's like a whip it out of the starting box, isn't he? He's like, whoa, down London, down Whitehall, yeah. That's what Dave's... I feel like when you're running, was. though, everything else feels slower, doesn't it? So you can see why he, in his mind, you're going slower than normal if he's legging it down there. Yeah, I know. Well, you see, some people... Age is one thing, isn't it? But for others, you know, what you feel is what matters. Isn't that's it? What's very inside, true. That's yeah. why. Yeah. That's wisdom. So the outward, the Bible mm. says the out, the outward is uh, fading, isn't it? Somewhat. Stuart, go on. Okay. Back, back, team in. My inward is not fading, but my outward is, and that's why I don't run in airports. Yeah. I think it's one you could look suspicious, couldn't you? Yeah, you yeah, could. Yeah, you don't really get arrested. Yeah, you could get arrested, yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, when we go to America and you go through immigration, I would say to Stuart, I will talk. Because the minute Stuart sees the man in that box as an official, that's it, he's guilty. He stands there. Does and he I get say, nervous? Yeah, he does. And I would say, Stuart, you look guilty. You look like you're hiding something. What's his, what is his hidden secret? I've got a bit of a, a persecution. <laughs> that is the question. Assuming that one day I'll be arrested. But are you guilty? Is that the thing? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. He thinks that I could be guilty of some of the things I bring back. But what is a wooden tray and wooden steps? I'm not bringing like food. Would you share the story of a, a certain picture that we Yeah, well, I thought this, there was this big Thomas Kincaid picture. Just remember, you're on... Uh, 
Don't give any. Yeah, yeah they, I won't get arrested for this. But, um, the officials <laughs> liked me. Um, so I've got this big Thomas Kincaid picture. Trish had got it for me, been seen online. Trish went and got it, second hand one, looks really good. She told me the dimensions. I measured the suitcase and I went, yeah, that's absolutely fine. I'm going the suitcase. Anyway, when we got there, um, they've got this, you know, basement like American houses do have. And as we went down there to the room that we have, um, Grubby said, um, take a look at that picture. It's bigger than you think. And when I went down the steps, I went, oh, no, look at the size of that picture. And we went through this whole process of going to this artist that was in the church to see if we could take it out of the frame and roll it up and do it. <laughs> anyway, he ended up very kindly loaning us one of these big black, thing of me is that you put artwork in uh, we tried American Airlines who said it's just gonna have to go in the hole that's it and it's got glass in it no it'll have to go in the hole and that's it so I believe I'm the head and not the tail in some situations <laughs> so we went up to the check-in desk and I went to Stuart just leave it to me don't worry you know don't look guilty so I walked up to the check-in desk we did all the checking in bit and then very confidently, I just said to the lady, uh, I've got like a really big picture I'm bringing back. Can we take it in and the stewardesses put it in their wardrobe, which I know they have done before. So she said, oh, you're just going to have to check at the gate. So that was like the first hurdle over. So anyway, when we go then, it goes through the scanner. Nobody worries about it. The annoying thing was this. <laughs> Right, if it had been me carrying this jelly thing, we would never have got it on the plane. Yeah, because you'd but have looked guilty and apologetic. I went as but Irene I'm a person says who to the man, because he's got to put it through the scanner, right? Yeah. And it will hardly it too fit big. through the scanner. It was too big. Right. So he gently took off all the wrappings and politely said, I'll sort this for you, madam. Yeah. Well, they never talk like that, do they? In Normally, no. 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 Anyway, it goes through the scanner, and then he actually wrapped it, up wraps it all up nicely for her. Irene has the touch. Yeah. yeah. So then we go. That's the conclusion, so I we're think. We're at the gate, and then it's time to board. And I'm saying to Stuart, don't worry, you'll be fine. Go up to uh, the woman, um, and she looks at your passport. She says, yes, fine. She says, you just take it through. You're just going to have to ask them. Uh, and I just walked up to this stewardess and I said, is there any chance you could put this in one of your cupboards because uh, it's glass and it's a bit shit? Yeah, sure, let me take it for you. I think it was probably yeah. your British Both. accent. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Mm. yeah. It definitely Maybe helped. Maybe confidence. I, I think that's yeah. it. You have to not yeah. walk up feeling guilty and apologetic. Yeah. 100%. So, so Stuart feels when you get to immigration, you, he's going to go in that little room that people, you've seen people. Have you ever been in that little room, Stuart? Yes, I have. Oh. That's the problem. That'll be it then. I, I was in the little room in immigration. <laughs> in Canada and they said where are you going and I said I don't know and they said have you got an address and I said no which Didn't is go down you, very well you wouldn't do that now would I wouldn't you? do that now no. the other the other thing is um, I was uh, arrested in a um, it's all coming out I feel yeah, like I this was is arrested in a house group uh, right. in those days we called them house groups in, in, in America in America Anyway, in America, uh, I, I'm doing a little talk, and in come two policemen, and they uh, get hold of me, and they take me, and they put handcuffs on me, and they put me in the back of their car. Well, I just now, I saw one of the policemen sort of um, smile at the le a leader in there, and I thought, I think... The this is a policeman from the church who's having a bit of a joke. <laughs> That's but I a cruel wasn't joke. totally sure. And so they, um, 
I went outside and they said, assume the position. I said, what on earth is that? Anyway, assume the position is on the side of the car. And they pat me down and put handcuffs on me, put me in the back of the car. And then they whizzed me around the streets. This sounds streets. a bit traumatic. Yeah. And they whizzed me around the streets. And right. then they keep it up all the way through, put me in a cell. No. And I'm saying, you, you know, and I'm them. thinking, I think this is a joke. You hope. But I wasn't totally sure. And then they just said... Uh, Oh, we're members of the church. We thought. Yeah, but like his his brother-in-law was Brett, who was leading yes. the house group. Who is a policeman, and his brother. And I feel a bit like friend. that. So sounds he's like now a good friend. It sounds like one of those jokes that you think sounds funny at the beginning, and then by the end you feel a bit. It's got well, a bit too much. It's because we've yeah. seen all the films, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> Where it does go wrong. Yeah. Can I just uh, come back to the food yeah. a little bit? Yes, please. It's ever so important. Yep. Right. Taste, isn't it? Yes. Taste How is everything. Salt? We've got we've got some Cornish. Sea, sea salt. Wonderful. Okay, it doesn't have to be Cornish, as okay. long as it's salt. Sea. So, so I'm going to put sea. a pinch or two in, 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 in there and um, a little bit of black pepper. pepper. Okay, yep. so I'll just seasoning is very important. Yeah. Seasoning is I, important. I hope you agree. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Salt of the earth. Yeah. Very good. Is Stuart specific? Well, you know, with his measurements, or is he a bit kind of. No, he's quite specific. Yeah. Okay. And methodical. Methodical, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he'll do that. My mum, I was brought up, my mum knew measurements just by looking at them. So she never had any scales, but she would just put the the butter in, the flour in, the sugar in, everything for making a cake, and it was always fine, because wow. she knew what it looked like. So good. Yeah, that is a good scale. Like a right scale. Yeah. So let's keep on talking about uh, recharging. Um, when you think about uh, recharging and replenishment, we always think, no point just recharging just to, just to recharge. We're obviously doing it for something. Talk to us about what you then go on to do when you tanks full. So where do you feel like most alive in terms of what you feel like God's called you to? Well, it's always been, hasn't it, Stuart, within the church, you know, speaking to leaders, fulfilling the, what you think God has called you to do by inputting things into that, then from what you've learned over the years. Mm. Um, and for, for us, it is, it is that because when you were called to lead a church it wasn't something that you thought you'd do was it no so it was the last thing on my mind oh, so it? yeah i um firstly i went into um local government so i was in the health department in what was then lindsay county council oh, I didn't which know is, that. Uh, and then i became a section head and in charge of health records in the days before computers in fact <laughs> this is scary isn't it went to uh, see the computer room, in, in, and it was a huge computer. The si And now a, a mobile phone would be yeah, you yeah. Know, it's bigger than that. It's like it, the computer took the yeah. room, didn't it? Um, we used to have systems of cards where you actually, if people had been immunised, you cut the corner of cards and things, mm. and so you... Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really archaic. Wow. But um, anyway, I then uh, was involved in... I was a rock star, you know. I was, was going to ask if the you were going to miss thing. out the rock star yeah, phase. So or in, in, uh, we were evangelists with British Youth for Christ and travelled quite a bit. And so then what happened, people were coming to faith but weren't getting into church life. So in the end, it's a long story, but we, start, we planted church with new Christians in our home yeah. uh, with the permission of the Methodist Church and stuff like that. After a while, of course, we became the black sheep a bit and found ourselves on our own. And then we looked for friends that could help us in that. So it's always been, 
pot for church, yeah. mm. um, people finding faith, that kind of stuff. And, and I it's think been a life commitment, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and because obviously we've been doing this for a while now, the fulfilment is seeing, you know, people who are in alive with us who were babies, that you, yeah. well, you married the parents, you dedicated them as babies, and then they're in leadership in some form within the church and, and ground level. And that's one of the things about Grapevine and One Event is like seeing all the people who, you know, who come up to you if they meet you in various places and say, oh, I became a Christian at Grapevine and I yeah. did this and yeah. now I'm leading this church or I'm leading this group. Yeah. And so that is like the fulfilling bit, knowing, you know, because you don't always get to see the fruit of what you've been yeah. doing. Yeah. But, but and I'm interested, so back then and I'm assuming obviously you kind of probably had young children you were you were kind of building church so I can imagine life would have been busy mm. so how even then did you rest or recharge was it something that was less of a even emphasis you know culturally was it yeah. something that you have learned over time or I think it was less of an emphasis culturally then. Yeah, we were uh, younger really. as well, weren't we? Of yeah, but so culturally, culturally, um, people would probably have two weeks off a year yeah. and Christmas. Wow. Um, that was the culture. Even uh, in America, uh, our friends, yeah. pastors, only get a couple of weeks yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. Can I just uh, tell you, with spices going in there, so what's going in? Garlic granules, paprika, turmeric, sumac, and then I'll throw in some frozen peas. Lovely. So that's going right. all in together in at the same time. And then the potatoes will go back in. Wonderful. And then we're nearly ready to eat. <laughs> oh, <great>. exciting. <laughs> yeah, so we, when um, we first pioneered church, I was expecting Andrew. Wow. So um, I, I was a dental nurse, but our, our kids find it really strange that back in the day, um, there was no such thing as maternity leave or childcare. If you got pregnant wow. you left your job and that was it it wasn't there for you oh like nine months to a year later yeah. you then looked for another one if you wanted one so there was no facility like that so the understanding was when you had a baby then you left um, and that was it so um i uh we had andrew and then three years later we had becky so uh, my role was supporting Stuart um, and looking after the children and, you know, doing stuff in, in the church. Really. So did you give up dental nursing when Andrew was born? Yes. Right. Yeah. So when you went into dental nursing, talk to us about that. Like, what made you do that? Well, it was like we moved um, to Lincoln from Hull. So I looked for a job. My sister found one as a dental nurse and she liked it. And I thought, oh, I'll try that as well. So you just looked in the local paper, there was loads of jobs going, you applied for one and you know, you'd have to be really rubbish to not get a job <laughs> because there was just tons and tons of jobs, you know, you just apply for them and you'd have I mean, to really you game a bit, you know. <laughs> You'd have to really undersell yourself to, to not get a job. So uh, I had an interview with the senior partner of this dental firm and I didn't know but you had to put down things like hobbies and stuff. So I'd put that I'd played badminton at school and I was a swimmer and stuff like that. And he played badminton and he really wanted to talk to me about badminton. So I think that got me the job. Cool. Yeah. So I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I should have been a nurse, but um Yeah, yeah I think you'd be a really good nurse actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That didn't yeah, that just never came back. So I ended up being a dental nurse mm -hmm. uh, and I absolutely loved it. Cool. Yeah. That's good. 
Yeah. And then uh, in like Sabbath, and because we just talked about like the cultural difference between um, mm. probably like life might not have been as like plugged in because there's so many different yeah. things that you can do now, aren't there? But mm. um, it feels like some of the the conversations we've had over the podcast, people have been talking loads about. Well, I've just I'm learning to stop where um, previously I've just been going all the time. Um, I'm really interested in the kind of journey that you guys have been on with mm. even like what what is Sabbath for you and what it used to be for you in the Methodist Church yeah. versus what it is now. I don't think in the Methodist Church you thought of Sabbath as being something that, you know, you biblically you should learn how to, you know, read the Bible, read these things and say this is what we do. So so like and Sabbath Sabbath was Sunday really, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean Saturday 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 you you were off, Sunday you did church, but you never thought of like, oh, so I have to take another day somewhere. In fact, the um, teaching was a bit, wasn't it? Um, when you enter into Christ, you enter into his rest. Sure. Yeah. So the thought of the uh, Sabbath was Old Testament. Yeah. We mm. don't need that. But I've realised that thinking because the, the commandment on Sabbath is a really for all time thing, you know, and it's very, very important. And the problem was we were put off Sabbath because it was... Sunday was Sabbath in our thinking, but it was measured by what you couldn't do rather than what you could do. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, even even going to the beach, uh, we might not be allowed on the beach on a Sunday, might no. not be allowed TV on on a Sunday. Uh, yeah. And so Sabbath was meant to be a holy day, which to me meant boring, mm. because it was very boring. Yeah, because um, you go on holiday on a Saturday, for us it was like... The, the seaside, wasn't it? Yeah. So you go on the Saturday and think by Monday you could start your holiday. Oh because no! You get, no on Saturday, yeah, then, oh no, we'd have way. to do Sundays because obviously everything closed on a Sunday anyway. No, wow. Even at the seaside, not much. Yeah. So it was almost the opposite of what it was designed for Absolutely. in a way. Yeah. yeah. It was a day that you dreaded almost yeah. when yeah. you were younger because it's just like everything stops and you can't really do all the things you want to do. And I think the the idea now is not to think of spiritual and secular in two compartments that everything mm. is. For, for God, so you can do this on the Sabbath. You yeah, know, you can mm. eat with your family, you can enjoy life, and you know it's not rules, regulations, and stuff. I do think being in church on a on a, a Sabbath feel with friends and church mm. is a great thing, but it's not to do with what you can't do and rules, mm. regulations. Yeah. It's yeah. to do with a genuine re relaxing. Like. And to be honest, most of my life we've not got that right. I think in the last. Part of you know last few years we've 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 worked that through a lot stronger, mm. but in ministry it is difficult, isn't it? Because um, I used to take the Saturday, but then you got weddings, you got you know, and then That's Sunday was so busy it was not a rest day no, at all. The opposite um, almost, isn't it? Now I'm going to have to say the most exciting bit of the cooking is just coming. Great, great. I'm going to break some eggs in. I don't know if you oh, want Are there going to be any flames or anything? Can you record that bit? Can you see the breaking yeah. of the egg? I don't know if you'd like to see whether you think it's well, what looking you good now. is you could break the eggs and then as they're cooked, you can bring them, put them on this wooden I'll put, Yeah, I'll bring and them then here and them. we'll show. And then we'll watch show before our eyes them, the fried eggs cook. under the... Cook. They mm. cook as, you know, it'll take a minute or two. But You've got to start taking the lid off. That's the secret to okay. this pan, you see, because it keeps its heat. Because oh. ah, yeah. I've been trying doing that egg thing where I've baked them in the oven in like a tomato-y Moroccan thing. 
And I'll never get it right. Well, well, will the eggs not, not cook? No, probably not. Yeah, yeah okay. probably right in the faith that you have in I think your husband. I, I'm not very good at following instructions, so I just do what I think. Yeah. yeah. So four uh, eggs yeah. are going to eat, right? Yeah. So yeah. I've got four eggs, one each. Yeah. Great. And then we'll see how we go. And you've not drunk uh, all your wine, have you? No, I I've got a little bit. I was going to say Joy probably has, but she hasn't had it all. No, I'm just pacing myself. Need to get some food inside here. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say now Sabbaths are more of a priority, but it has to be something that you enjoy doing. Yeah, you, so you what, can't what you do? Yourself. Um, well, we, we would, in the olden days before COVID, <laughs> we would have gone out to the cinema, yeah. go out for a meal. Yeah. Um, and it, it's things like that, you know, just going out for a meal somewhere else in the country yeah. or something, um, which is what we can start to do again now. Yeah. Christmas time... It was a drive up to Starbucks drive because, you know, we were all a bit shut down again. Yeah. Hot chocolate, oh. drive around the bale, look at the lights, oh, and come home. That's great. Usually in my pyjamas. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Brilliant. <laughs> do you ever think, what if I have a car crash and I'm in my pyjamas? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I do, actually, because if I go out to babysit, which obviously we haven't done for a year, I would, I would just go in my pyjamas and I'd just think, oh, yeah, if I'm coming home and the car breaks down or whatever, then I don't, why am I in my pajamas? It would be a bit awkward, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. I need a bit more symmetry than this, but it'll have to do. Oh, oh, oh he is a perfectionist, yeah. isn't he? Uh-oh, oh, he's forgotten oh, an ingredient. Oh, no, not the peas. <laughs> They're a bit frozen as well, so they might... They'll defrost quickly. Yeah, they shouldn't be that frozen, because I brought them home in the car and they've been in there for a while, so they should have defrosted. So, um, yeah, so it was, it's just funny that the things that you found pleasure in when you haven't been able to do them was hot chocolate, look at the lights. Yeah, in just yeah, the small things. things. Yeah. yeah, we are quite simple, aren't we, Doug? Yeah. How do you feel like your personality type fits into how you rest? Like, say you're an extrovert, introvert, do you like time on your own? I mean, now you said you like time with family. Yeah, so, so for me that is you know, where I enjoy the time and you're sort of energised by yeah. doing things. Stuart, uh, Stuart struggled to I'm very, sit Yeah, I don't like being in with people I don't know and having to talk. That's why I take Irene with me. But that's not the family. <laughs> um, Irene, where did you put that? Um, your, my assistant. Ah. You put it down. You're my assistant. My assistant. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah, Stuart... Usually, if there's any chit-chat needed in any rooms with leaders or anything that you don't know, it's, it's me that just dribbles on about everything. <laughs> I can chat away for England, yeah. Um, but that's yeah. a great way that you complement each other, isn't yeah. it? You, you know, here having that kind of extrovert-introvert. Oh, here we go. Right. Put the lid on, Stu, quick. Quick. Keep the heat in. Ooh. So the cook. Oh, it does look good. Yeah. It looks yeah. colourful as well, which is nice. It looks sort of colourful. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it smells. Mm, it does. You can get all the spices yeah. and the kind of... Mm, so the yogurt, do we? Is it just yeah, plain yogurt? Yeah. What we're gonna do is just sprinkle a, li a little uh, well, flat. and then they could have the yogurt to put on themselves, couldn't yeah, they? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Nice. Because yeah. everybody doesn't like it the same, do they? I'll no. put some yogurt in a dish, a and then dish. you can put yep. some yogurt. Very in good. Yeah. Lovely. Which will, you know, cool the palate. So how long does it take for the eggs? Well, to they should wipe over if I've done it. Well, they are going white. I can see. Yeah, but I don't want the white. Runny, 
I think I want it to... But the yolk runny. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. yolk runny, but not the white. So I think so we'll have to wait a few minutes. How many times have you made this dish, Stuart? Thrice. Oh, OK. Three times. And The second time, I took it to some friends yeah, that's the one and I've made said. a comment on it. Yeah. Oh. So I'm hoping at least. I'm saying we'll, we'll make you a comment, but also if they're listening, maybe they'll give you a shout. Yeah. yeah. We, um, oh we made <laughs> we made them a nice spicy dish, and they probably didn't think it was spicy. Maybe it wasn't spicy enough. Don't take the lid off, by the way. No, I won't. I told you. Off I last think time. I think that's it. I think you actually did put it, maybe put it back on the heat last time, but it I might, it might have been because I you were taking the lid off. Yeah, I would heat. put it back on the yeah. heat. I think just for yeah. a bit. I just wanted you to see it. So. Yeah, it looks good. good. It looks, really looks good. like some camping food. Like, <laughs> wow. I mean, that's, Joy, that's, just that's a good step back. <laughs> yeah, when we think about recharging, that's my favourite place to I be. think yeah. it looks like a work of art, Stuart. I, um, okay, it's going back on the heat. Just back on yeah. for not too long, for because bit. it is beginning ah. to set, but... It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. That, that proves what you said about the pan. The pan, you see. It's Don't hot. drop it, whatever you do. Oh, that that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> start again but it would show fallibility wouldn't it it would mm. so while that's finishing before we peacons it with um, parsley parsley Flappy. can uh, we just ask you yeah. quickly about um, obviously GLX is about all people finding uh, what God's made them to do to bring transformation to the world and advance his kingdom um, and we've talked a bit about you guys working in church ministry what would you say to uh, people in other spheres of life who are working and the importance of rest and recharging. Yeah, I mean, even family, because we tend to start there. You know, uh, you perhaps know some of the story with Andrew, who came to me one day and said, you know, I like what you're doing, but I would never want to do that. Mm. And I said, you know, do you feel called to teaching? So he said, yeah. So I said, well, I think you should be the best teacher you could possibly be. Mm. And... Um, and I think since we had that conversation, because some people think it's not quite as spiritual if, you know, I'm in a job, I'm not doing stuff for mm. God. But, of course, everything we do is for, for the Lord, isn't it? Mm. And so um, the challenge is to be the best we can in every sphere, isn't it? Make yeah. a difference in every yeah. sphere. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I, and I think you have to be yourself, don't you, and not pretend. Authentic. People are looking for authentic people, aren't they, who, mm. you know, are real and... Um, yeah, that's what we'd like. To and in this about. season, for um, like we've been in lockdown, we're about to kind of look whatever re-entry looks yeah. like. Um, what would you say to people in the ground level network who are uh, working in their workplaces or in uh, kind of parents, stay-at-home parents, maybe, uh, or retired, in terms of their contribution to um, advancing God's kingdom mm. and the next. Well, I think we've got to be patient with one another because we all do things at different levels and some people are going to be back in fast and others are going to be slower, so mm. we need to be patient. But I think um, it's a new chapter, isn't it? It's a new opportunity. And I think perhaps out of what we've done, we can let go of the non-essentials because mm. over a period of time, stuff builds up, doesn't it? It's like, you know, cupboards mm. get cluttered and everything gets, mm. you know, um, complex. And, and so I think it's an opportunity to, to restart. And I, I think also to um, make sure that um, we're still as passionate about our faith yeah. and express that. Because it's ever so easy after times of challenge to say, well, we're through this, 
we, we haven't the energy or whatever. And I think you do always have to push through. Mm -hmm. And I always remind myself that when we talk about hardship, we've got to remember the persecuted yeah. church. Mm -hmm. We've got to yeah. remember the, the martyrs of, of past that, you know, um, lost their lives. And sometimes we think we're persecuted when actually we just had a hard time. And yeah. I don't understand. Uh, estimate that some people yeah. have really and I mean we we have times of struggle and I, I think it's always I you know you'd share times of struggle with a few faithful friends um, not with the world so we talk about and we have done with other leaders there's um, this great film which they all now called what about Bob <laughs> and um, so uh, Bob is the person who has been in um, hospital a few times, is in need of psychiatrist, and he latches onto this psychiatrist because he's uh, had enough of him and sort of ditches him. And um, this psychiatrist has written a book called Baby Steps. So he, he wants to get rid of him as well. So he gives him his book, and he just said, it's all about baby steps, Bob. Just take this book, take baby steps. So, so this guy suffers with lots of... Um, disorders and so his baby step is actually the first one to get him out of the door and then the baby step to the lift and the baby step everywhere else and we've joked about that with it's Jeff Lucas wasn't it with Happy Now sometimes Kay and I uh, unknowingly both of times uh, when things have been difficult as I have to say Stuart you can do it just take a baby step to that platform mm -hmm. just baby steps all the way you yeah. can do it because yeah. people often think oh you wake up in the morning wow I'm yeah. so excited about getting on the platform and sharing again where you actually think I just really don't really know what, yeah. if I can do it today. Yeah. And uh, so it's like these baby steps yeah. and you, you just get yourself there. Yeah, I think that's, that's really prophetic. Yeah. Like for, you know, listeners who are kind of hearing what we're saying, just there might be so many people that are just struggling to get back to, yeah. mm. you know, and whatever normality is. is. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. that's the biggie, isn't it? That we're not on our own. Yeah. And uh, the same God that's with us in the good times is with us through the hard times. Yeah. And often the best lessons are learned in the more difficult yeah. seasons, mm, I think. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's making the best of that and um, saying, Lord, I don't want to misuse this. Because, this. you know, sometimes we think... I want this over, mm. but every day we're given a gift from God of mm. time, mm. so we want to live it to the mm. full. Yeah. So I have to check myself in terms of, you know, it'll be over soon. I think you enjoy every day, you live every day to the yeah. full with what, what you have around you. And mm. some of it's been simple and relational, but actually mm. when we look back, I think uh, lots of stuff will have happened. I think we'll hear conversion stories of yeah. I found Christ in the COVID scene <laughs> yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I believe. Yeah. Uh, Irene, you're going to have to now move to the table to get some, uh, to get some, some, uh, get some dishes, implements. And, uh, so, we yeah, we, we're quite excited about eating this dish, actually. Um, so we will let everybody know how it is. We'll give our, maybe we'll, maybe we'll give like, you like a little score, Stuart. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. about that? Did, yeah, yeah, out of two. Out of two, yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these yeah. are good. These are from America. America. Oh, I really like them. Brilliant invention. So you put this in the microwave because you know all the bowls that say these are microwavable and then you yep. touch them in the boiling hot. Yep. I like so that. So you put these in the microwave or use them as to hold things that are hot 
And um, so Very if there's any, any crafty people who can work out how to make these, I don't have to get them from America then. And because yeah, maybe we can find them. Well, you can have seconds. Right. Weren't all oh, excited about that. Well, <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you, Stuart and Irene. I think um, I think it's just been a really insightful conversation, and you know, I guess we just wanted to really understand, you know, the importance of rest and recharging. It's been so interesting to hear about what you do and what you've yeah. done over this last, and even going back over time, like how that's looked. Um, and I think Irene, you know, it, I think that was really significant. You know, mm. for people who are listening, how do we kind of get back, keep resting, keep recharging, but just take baby, baby steps? steps yeah. It's just one small step at a time. Yeah. Um, and so, thank you so much for this evening. I'm excited Let's about yeah, yeah jumping in and getting yeah. some food. Yeah, yeah. Great.